favorite gaming podcast. Insert coin to continue. I'm your host, Scott. Welcome to this week's episode of Insert Coin to Continue. As always, I'm Scott. And I'm AJ. How you doing this week, buddy? This week has been a week from, I don't want to say hell, because I've had a lot of fun doing that, the stuff I've been doing with my uh, podcast, Nerds Doing Nerd Things. But holy crap, the amount of editing I've had to do on these episodes we're trying to bank. Fuck my life. Well, welcome to the podcast world. <laughs> Yeah, all, well, all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but holy cow, because we're going to take like a three to four week time off. So we're banking episodes to just have content. Right, right. But damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, on a, a positive note, I finally secured a PS5. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's about. That's about how I feel, buddy. Uh, I, I was uh, sitting in my tattoo artist chair getting some ink work done. And uh, I, I'd seen that Walmart was going to do a restock. And so I sat and waited and waited. And as soon as the time hit, I refreshed the page and, and I hit add to cart. And uh, it said, this item cannot be added to your cart as it just went out of stock. And I'm like, they literally just went on stock. It like not even 10 seconds ago. So cow. yeah, so then I was sitting there a little while later, get still fucking plugging away at getting ink, and I seen they were doing another restock, and so when it said add to cart this time, I hit it and it added it to my cart, and I was able to get it, man. And my uh, my artist, he says he's like I could literally see you get goosebumps as soon as it did, as soon as it went, and I'm like, <laughs> I said because I've been trying to get one since release, and they've been next to impossible. You want to know what's messed up is I, I literally pulled over at three o'clock because I'm on the road for my job. I had it in the cart, ready to go. I was about to hit it. And then I was like, do I really need to drop another $500 on a system? And I'm like, no, nah, I can wait a little longer. I was like, let the next guy have it. I, I have my Series X. <laughs> I, I was that close. I was I was like, I really want to play Miles so fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. But I finally got mine. I mean, it, it's not going to be here till April 14th, but at least wow, I have it secured. That's a long way out. Yeah, it's, it's about a month, but a month and 10 days, but at least I got it secured. So I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I lucked out. I, I, I did one of the bundles with GameStop and got my Series X like that that next week that it, it, it released on. On launch? I, I, yeah, See, I was, I was, I was up at like two in the morning for when it actually went, went live, not went live, but when that sale went live and I was screaming up and down the house. I got it. I fucking got it. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. See, and at, at my GameStop, we, uh, we had, they had a list of people that wanted to pre-order and mm me and my brother were both on the list and we were like numbers six and seven or five and six, you know, right towards the top of the list. And they got nine 
PS5s in for initial launch. They called him, but they didn't call me. I'm like, what the? F-? Wait, how? I don't know. The I only thing I can think of is, see, I I worked for GameStop for about a year. I wasn't like a head person, but the I was there for the the Xbox One release, and if your GameStop is anything like mine, yeah, they'll get nine in, but nine don't go to the customers. They do the rounds of, okay, who wants what within the side of the building first? Yeah. Oh, I know, but I was so frustrated. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. But anyway, let's, uh, let's get into this week's game. Um, It was your pick. So I will let you doc. uh, I will, uh, I will let you go ahead and introduce it. So we're going back to the PlayStation one. And as you just heard me say, what's up doc. And in honor of the new space jam movie coming out, I kind of, I kind of went bugs bunny lost in time, which I played long ago and was very happy to be able to jump back into Scott. What were your initial thoughts on, playing the game because i don't think you've ever played this one before nope nope again this was a a new one for me um you you seem to be real good at picking ones that i've never played before yeah you too pal (laughs) (laughs) um it was it was fun i mean it's another one that i was able to sit down and play with my kids and they really enjoyed it um you know my my six-year-old was able to sit down and play it because there wasn't really like a life count you know Mm -hmm. so she could die and didn't hurt anything Um, i died plenty of times oh yeah um i I can definitely say that the the camera on this game was a lot better than the last couple of games that we played yeah you know i was saying that i was playing that i was like i can actually you know deal with this camera right um but um you know for for a game that came out in what 1999 yes um it i it was fun it was enjoyable um, why don't you kind of lay out the synopsis of this game here? So, uh, Bugs goes into his barn and he thinks this, what we know now is a time machine. He should have taken a left at Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's always needs to take a left on Albuquerque. I don't know how many signs are underground that he just misreads. Right. But he thinks it's a carrot juicer, so he gets he gets on it for some reason. Like you'd get on a carrot juicer for some reason. Because and cartoons. He, yeah, he gets sent to nowhere, where um, he meets Merlin, and Merlin's telling him, "Well, to go back to your time, you have to go around and get all these clocks and golden carrots from all these other places first. Which is cool about all these other places. There other." realms of looney tune cartoons like stonehenge has um the stone age ha- had uh yeah stone age elmer, had fudd. elmer fudd the uh pirate years was um yosemite, yosemite sam, sam. Mm-hmm. the 1930s was rocky and mugsy mm-hmm. it was like you were you were playing all these cartoon shows from the bugs bunny eras while he's back in time and, you know, growing up, one of my, my favorite Looney Tune characters yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin the Martian. Yep. And you go there, too. Right. So so when you hit the uh, 
the dimension, dimension X. X level, yeah. you, you get to meet Marvin the Martian. Um, <clears throat> you know, and the basically, like you said, the objective is to collect clocks and progress to the different areas and get golden carrots to unlock other stuff. Uh, and then there's regular carrots that act as your, your health. Um, yep. It's pretty simple. You, you got kick, jump, you know, pick up objects, dive into rabbit holes. It's pretty uh, basic, your, pretty yours simple. It's like a helicopter thing, a right. hover thing. Um, you know, most of the enemies, you either kick them or jump on them. Some of them, you got to, you know, let them chase Tire bugs until they then, get tired yeah. and then sneak up behind them and kick them. Um, but for what it was it was it was fun um i like games where you could just shut off your mind right right and something that that you know we've talked about with a couple of other games that we've done is repetition of levels in this one there's 21 total levels over five mm-hmm. different eras so i i appreciated not rehashing question on that <laughs> to you as there's so many levels did you like it better that you had to go on to go backwards like did, did you like how you had to go from like say stone age do a couple of those levels and then go on to the pirate years yeah you had yeah. to keep getting clocks and then you'd have to go backwards back to like stone age and then right the yeah. pirate years yeah because i enjoyed that because because then you don't get burnt out on just one on exactly you hit that nail right on the head i really enjoyed you know all right well i need 35 clocks to get into this okay well let's go to somewhere else to keep getting clocks and then we'll come back here yeah oh yeah um as far as you know how the game was received when it came out it got a mid to low scores um Mm. Uh, Which, game game informer gave it a 5.25 uh you know game spot gave it a 7.8 ign gave it a 7.8 but for what it was it, it was a good game i didn't have any major gripes with it um i didn't i didn't really have any because i was lo- okay my major gripe was some of the voice overs you just kept hearing the same thing over and over See, and over my, again. My one gripe was how weird Merlin's voice was. It was just oh yeah weird. <laughs> and how he's always like you know, with his hands. Yeah, like rubbing his hands like he's his hands. evil. It you know, puts evil. the lotion on itself. Right, right. But or the uh, guy from Scary Movie with the weird hand. Right. Use my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh should i stop breathing <laughs> thanks scott hey really are... appreciate that one <laughs> well, don't die over there on me buddy i'll Dude. have to find a new co-host yeah don't do that <clears throat> <laughs> but no for for what it was it was really enjoyable i, I liked it a lot yeah you, you were sitting with your kids playing this game they were watching i actually had my nephew like pull up a chair while I'm trying to play you know this on my computer and he goes is that Bugs Bunny? I go yeah yeah it is Bugs Bunny. He goes why does it look so weird? Well this game <laughs> was like negative 20 years to how old you are. Right. Yeah. 
He goes, really? Games looked like that back then? I go, they looked worse than this back then. Mm-hmm. So what, 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 what else you got on this game for us? Oh, the missions. Like my two favorite missions on this. And I just had to write them down because I mentioned it, I think, on the last show or right after we closed the last show. I brought up the uh, the pirate years where you're, you and uh, Yosemite Sam are launching cannonballs uh, cannonballs at each other basically a ship battle yeah that was a good i i love that i i replayed it twice just to you know for shits and giggles oh like it for a level in a game to make me remember it 20 years later i think says a lot yeah yeah. Because there's only so many levels in games that I remember or that are so iconic in my brain. And that is one of them. And further on in the 1930s, I think it is called Bully for Bugs or um, crap. No, it's not. Lacorda, the, the bull one where you're standing in front of the mm-hmm. the uh, wood pallets and you got to get them to like run into Right. run towards you to jump out of the way like how they did in the cartoon right those are my two favorite and they're they've always been in my head when i think about this game well i i can't really say that there were levels in my head because like we said this was a a first timer for me um, <laughs> we got a first timer over here no <laughs> <laughs> so since i i just laid out my two two favorite do you have any levels on your end that you really enjoyed and really appreciated? I know you said you liked Marvin the Martian, so I'm guessing somewhere up there um, you really enjoyed. Yeah, I, I didn't get real, real far into Dimension X, um, but that one was super fun. Um, I mean, with life and kids, I didn't, I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't get a chance to beat it. But um I mean, it happens as long as you get a hell of a gist of it and oh, yeah. enjoy yourself doing it. Oh, yeah. I definitely got some some time in on it. Um, but I really enjoyed Dimension X and uh, the, the pirate ship level that you were talking about. I, I also really, really enjoyed that as well. It's so simple, but it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you got to make sure you explore everything because you'll find golden carrots hidden behind trees yeah holy crap yeah so make sure you explore everything it's a it's another collectible game i know we talked about spyro you know a couple shows ago but i don't want to say they're the same but they're in the same wavelength of like how you need to complete stuff right right it's if you want to be a completionist yeah um, which i actually did I actually beat this game and grabbed everything. Impressive. Yeah, I I did not put it down at all. This I, was a over I, the weekend thing where I was like, ah, ah, I'm playing. I can't stop, honey. You're gonna have to take yourself to work today. <laughs> yeah, I I I didn't want to put it down, but like I said, life and kids, you just kind of playstation 5 and ink i got it it's fine right right well and it's it's the busy season at work for me too so yeah and then you know you have to run to an a and w and 
get food on your bike. Right. I mean, gotta enjoy, gotta enjoy everything, pal. Hey, the weather's turning nicer. I had to get the bike out. Dude, that that looks sweet. I gotta give you that. Yeah, I, it's getting nice. I gotta I gotta take the bike for a trip. Like we're we're taking a we're taking a hundred mile trip tomorrow. So nice. So what? For me, this game I think could have been better. I'm, I know I'm just I'm just throwing crap out there. Is there's 21 levels, but I kind of there's 21 levels within one, two, three, four, five worlds. Yeah, there's five five worlds. I I know it's PlayStation One, but I would have really much enjoyed a couple more overall worlds. Just because when you get to Dimension X and you really start beating the game to to its completion, you're like, really is is this it? No, no, I'm, I disagree. Um, because you know, maybe if it was more a more of uh like if maybe the target demographic was older kids, you know, okay, then, I, then could, I could yeah. see that. But where this, you know, this was more targeted towards, you know. 10 11 12 maybe little younger kids i think it was just the right amount well i could see that too but this is 27 year old me talking and right right but loving right but you have to think back to when you first played it you know how old were you you know six seven yeah you're you're, you're right so i i think the the five i was eras, just wishing for more levels now <laughs> right I, I think the five eras and the 21 levels is just about right I mean, yeah, like I I got goosebumps at that ship mission, like what I was saying before, and then the bowl one. I'm like, this is this is this is my no Russian mission. These are (laughs) these are my two no Russian like levels. Right, right. And I kind of wish they would remaster some of some of these, or just port them over into actual games instead of. PC, you know, emulator right. ones. Yeah. But dude, I this was fun. I had a lot of fun with this. Um there's plenty of Bugs Bunny games, which I didn't realize. Yeah, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. You know, like I said, it's something that I can play with the kids. It's something that I can pick up and put down. And um I, I had a little bit of a scare. I uh oh I, yeah. Yeah, I had a little bit of a scare with this, and I, I messaged you about it. Um, I, I was playing it, and I had just paused it and left my computer running. And um, I came downstairs, and the the window that I had open with it paused had gotten closed. And I was shitting little bricks. I was like, no, I don't want to start over. I, I, I don't. But when I went back to the website and f- that the emulator was on and I fired it up, it had uh, saved my progress, which I was really surprised and impressed with. Yeah, I was always afraid of that. So when when I loaded up the emulators for how we've been doing this, I'd set my computer to not go into sleep mode or something like that. Right, right. At all or do any of that. So I'm happy that you say that. So if I really need to, I can just close the lid well, it'll be fine. Yeah, you say that. Maybe it might have just been this game that did that. Don't quote me on anything. Oh God. Uh, well, I was gonna quote you on it, but Scott said, "Don't don't hold my feet to the fire on that one." No, sir. 
Um, <laughs> no, I, I will not take responsibility for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't say enough about this game. I was really shocked on how IGN and Game Informer and all of them gave it such a low rating because I don't think this is also 27-year-old me talking in 2021 and not 1999. But I was shocked to see how they rated this game, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're on the same wavelength as that or do you think they're – their um, numbers are could be justified because they could have been an, an older demographic playing a, a younger kids game, like how you were stating before. Yeah, and I, I think so. Um, they they tend to they tend to kind of not give kids games, you know, as as mm. good of ratings. Uh, but I don't know. It was. It was fun for what it was. Like I said, my kids really enjoyed it. So, I'll and that's it. what matters. It keeps them quiet, right? Um, you know, still the one that my kids ask about the most is is Spyro. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Even my two year old, she says, "Dad, Pyro, Dad, Pyro." <laughs> I started a monster. Ah. <laughs> But That's no, great. It, yeah, it, it was a good time. Um, what I uh, did like how. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I did like how this game didn't have a set live count. Right. Yeah. That see, made I I did I did like that because I think it was more friendly to kids. Yeah. See, not like I said. That's why you know I know that the target demographic for this game was the younger kids. That's why I was okay with the the overall length and the number of of mm. areas. Yeah. Um, you know, because kids have a short attention span. Very, very short. <laughs> they could be talking to you and be like, oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what what overall score are you going to give this game? I think this might be my highest. I'm actually giving it a nine because oh. there was not one point of this game where I was not having the time of my life. Um. See, and I think I, I, I think I'm going to be kind of right along the the same wavelength as GameSpot, and I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Okay. Um, Merlin's see, voice think... annoyed the dog shit out of me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> so yeah, he was a creepy. He was a creepy dude. I think a lot of it did it for me was playing a nostalgic game. Right, and see this. Like I said, this was the first time for me, and you know. But I grew up on Looney Tunes, so <laughs> right. Like kids nowadays don't know nothing about Saturday morning Looney Tunes. Oh no no nope, dude! I have Boomerang on my phone. Yeah, so, but no, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. It wasn't a horrible game, but definitely not the best that we've played uh, to this oh, no. point. Uh, no, so, it was the most enjoyable time I think I've had, but not the best game we've I've played yet. Yeah, no. So that, that's where I'm going with that. Um, wh- how well, How well do you think it would translate to 
uh, like a new system, like they upgraded the graphics and whatnot. I mean, if we throw politically correctness out the window, yeah, that's um, part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that'd be the issue. Porting it over might be the easiest part. Um, if they port it over, I don't know if it would sell very well because of all the politically correctness. But I think you know you're gonna have that nostalgic factor factor like like me playing it. And I think the gameplay would be the same with better graphics and people are still going to have fun for whoever plays it. You know, and I think, like, like I said, you know, kids nowadays don't necessarily know, you know, they're not into like Bugs Bunny and whatnot. So I don't know how well it would transfer to, to new gen kids. Yeah, I think it'd be um, more nostalgic. Right, it would definitely be more it's nostalgia driven. So I'm not sure how well it would it would do. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, just, I don't. I don't think it ever would, just for the factor that I don't think it would. It would target kids nowadays. Right. Right. Um. So much as I wish it would. Yeah. Hey, my kids know all about Tom and Jerry and Bugs Bunny. Oh, and- yeah. I I remember when I showed my niece and nephew Looney Tunes for the first time, I went to my favorite episode of Bruno the Bear and Bugs Bunny in the circus tent. I, Bruno, will dive 10,000 feet and into a block of cement and on my head yet. And then he got Bugs Bunny. He says, hey, I like that. Uh, I, I'm going to take that. I'm going to buy that. But the star goes first and Bruno grabs Bugs by the neck. I am the star. All right, Doc. Whatever you say. And then that's how Bugs Bunny tricks everybody. My, my all-time favorite Looney Tune character is a nemesis of Bugs Bunny. Oh, boy. Which one? Gossamer. Wow. That's one you don't hear a lot. For, for those that are unfamiliar... Gossamer is the big orange hairy guy, just like a big ball of orange yep. fur and shoes. Yeah, yeah. I we're, I like that one where he's doing his nails and they're yep. all like traps yep. and puts the dynamite in his hair. Oh, shoil. Yeah, yeah. That that's my all time favorite Looney Tunes character. I have goosebumps right now talking <laughs> about this. Like, if I can snap a picture of it, which I can't because I'm actually holding my mic. Dude, I have goosebumps right on my arm, and it just reminds me of watching cartoons with my father. Bro, do I need to get you a mic stand? Well, no, it's (laughs) probably. (laughs) I've got a tripod for my mics. But um, go ahead. No, it's. It's a, it's amazing how games, cartoons, anything w- that has a nostalgia factor, like how you probably with Resident Evil and you know stuff like that, how this this whole premise of the show is nostalgia based for us. I, and there, there's a nostalgia flair to my pick for this upcoming week. That's where I was kind of uh, trying to segue into my friend. I was trying to do it all stealthfully, but you're like, I got you, bitch. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we're going from my nostalgia pick to your nostalgia pick. And I, I picked this game 
um, because it was one, it's always been one of my favorites. And this year is the 25th anniversary of this game. Um, there have been uh, six, seven, so there's been multiple games. I want to say nine games as well as movies. Um, there's been plenty of movies and yep. not all of them have been good. Yeah. Um, but we are going all the way back to 1996. Holy crap. It was that, that early on. Yep. 1996. And, uh, it, it's a game by EDOC interactive. And it was originally released on the Sega Saturn, followed shortly thereafter by PlayStation 1. And it has since become a, you know, almost PlayStation staple. We are going to uh, Pyramid Titties herself, Laura Croft in Tomb Raider. I was... I was going to bring that up, but I didn't think you were going to pop that out right at the beginning. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, 1996. That's where we are going. This is another one I've never played before, but I've You've always never played to be... Tomb Raider. I've played the later iterations, you know, on the Xbox One and Xbox 360 for not, you know what I mean? The PlayStation side of ps3 and ps4s right but i've never played the original one well you're about to with her pyramid titties <laughs> you got any uh got any um uh tips for a newbie going into this um don't stare at the pyramids too long <laughs> no just watch out for the temple guards just just have fun Dude, that's all I've been doing is having fun with this shit. <laughs> yeah, ju- just have fun. That's all. You don't know how much I look forward to Friday nights when we record this. <laughs> yeah, just and, I, just and that's on top of my own show. <laughs> yeah, j- just have fun. Um, it, it's it's like the original puzzle RPG. Like, oh, it's actually RPG based. Well, no, it's 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 like action adventure. It's a single player action adventure puzzle game, like so. Uncharted, but twenty years before Uncharted. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, I can dig that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, the predecessor to Uncharted, basically. So I can definitely dig that. Yeah, so we're that's where we're going for for. Uh, for next week so let's uh dive into it and come back next week and you can tell me how your your first laura croft experience was i'm probably going to tell you that i stared at stared at her pyramids for like 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right buddy well let's uh let's get started on it and as always it's been a pleasure uh you know talking games with you oh yeah same to you pal yeah. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and, you know, listening to us blow hearts talk about old video games. 
Um, yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> you, you, you can check out AJ over at uh, Nerds Doing Nerd Things podcast. And you can check me out over at the Lazy Boy Coaches Sports Podcast. Um, Which I need another seat on, by the way. Yep, yep. We're, we're getting there. So uh, thanks, everybody, for coming. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. Please insert coin to continue. Please insert coin to continue.